With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. to the Pro Football Show on Friday, June 12th, mid-June. More news, <clears throat> pardon me, getting choked up here to do this show. Uh, more news as we head towards um, the next phase of this offseason. Got the word that no June in-person minicamps are going to be taking place, which we knew. We warned you that was coming down the pike, but... Uh, more virtual teaching gives you an update on where we are on the discussions about uh, cutting down preseason versus keeping it where it is. Uh, take a look into um, uh, the Raiders a little bit in uh, some news coming out of there. A little bit uh, little Broncos news, a little Seahawks news. Pete Carroll talking about almost signing Colin Kaepernick. And then the NFL's um, commitment. Uh, over a 10-year period to fight racism. We're going to get into that. The Dolphins kind of finish up. It looks like finish up all their signing of their draft picks. Uh, a little talk about uh, the Ravens, the Steelers, the Titans. So we've got a few things to get to today. And really good question. Who would coach in the NFLs on the hottest seats? Every You live on a hot seat if you're coaching in the NFL, but Whose coaches have the hottest seats? Meaning, which ones are the most vulnerable? And we'll get into a couple of candidates, two, maybe three candidates that might jump up. But all of that is coming up on today's edition of the Pro Football Show. I am Chris Landry. Um, if you're new to us, we certainly hope that you enjoy what we're doing here, and we hope that you will spread the word about what we're doing here uh, on a daily basis, talking pro football, as well as we hope you check out our college football show each and every weekday uh, today. For example, it's Pac-12 football and beyond. We talk about all aspects of the game of football uh, from all parts of the country, college, NFL, recruiting to the draft, to players in the NFL. So prep to the pros, um, we like to call it. Uh, LandryFootball.com, though, is where you can get most of the information. It's where you can get the detailed film room uh, scouting and coaching analysis from that viewpoint. Uh, and you can get that behind a paywall. Yes, it is. The detailed stuff is. 
Uh, but it's less than $5 a month if you take advantage of the scouting season offer. So it's a great opportunity. You can try it out for a month, three months, or whatever the case may be. But try it out, you must. That's uh, certainly a good complement to this. Um, and we are looking at making some adjustments, uh, maybe doing um, reducing the uh, volume of shows per week that I do. Perhaps we're looking at that. But adding to the talents of our um, uh, network and bringing in uh, uh, some folks that are, we think are going to really add an awful lot uh, to different uh, parts around the country, different shows around the country. So we're really excited about that. We are very close to wrapping up things with um, Blake Rafino at SEC Gumbo that's going to talk a lot of SEC. So we're really excited about that, and we're working on other things related to the ACC, the Big Ten, the Big 12, the Pac-12, you name it. We've got a college gambling show that we are think you're going to absolutely love if you're into college football gambling and the insights into that. We've got um, really one of the greats doing that that we're, we're hoping to wrap that up. So a lot of good things coming aboard, and we hope that you will keep it tuned here and spread the word about what we're doing. Uh, also uh, looking into... How to, how to make the shows a little bit better. So this is the time of year we try to do a little quality control and try to make sure that we're doing the best that we can. Got any questions, send it to me over at contactchris at LandryFootball.com, and we will get to it. All of this is not made possible if you don't have good business partners. And it really starts with 401K Generation and Eddie Rojas, who are uh, such good friends, and they do such a tremendous job we wouldn't have them a part of our family if they didn't do such a great job. Um, they are the experts in financial planning, investments, um, helping you create your portfolio, helping you create and reach your financial goals. That's what they're all about. Uh, they're licensed in all 50 states. So they can help you regardless of where you're listening to this show in this country. So just like we cover the country, so do they. They can be your financial doctor, as I like to call it. Get yourself a financial checkup today. Get yourself an opportunity to see if you're on track to meeting your financial goals. Uh, understanding the market, different times, different types of market. It's what they do. It's what makes them great partners, and they can help you. How do you get in touch with them? Well, you can learn more about them. By going to LandryFootball.com, we've got the information uh, up on 401k generation up on the left side of the website at LandryFootball.com. But you can also reach out to them. No obligation phone call or text. Very simple. 1-866-998-5879, the number to call. Do it today. You will not regret it. Uh, also, we just talked about the family of podcasts on Landry Football's conference call, all part of LandryFootball.com. Uh, sign up for Landry Football's conference call wherever you get your podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. Sign up for Landry Football's conference call. Why you want to do that? It goes right to your phone every day. So that is a great way to get it. You don't have to look for it. If you want to look for it, we certainly have a copy for you each and every day over at LandryFootball.com. So, the news of the day. 
nothing earth-shattering, nothing just bright light shining, but we have the official word, as we said at the top. Uh, the NFL's informed teams that there will be no in-person minicamps in June. Instead, the league has extended the virtual off-season act- activity period through June 26. Uh, again, it was expected. <clears throat> it Coaches have been permitted to return to team facilities in the states and counties and cities where that's allowed, though as of last Friday, less than half the league staff has come to the office. Uh, the league did discuss a scenario which rookies and newly acquired veterans could return to team facilities before June 26, but it's not clear if they're going to go through with that or not. While players are given the green light for in-person activities, they'll be required to follow a long list of safety protocols. They will Teams are going to uh, be asked to reconfigure locker rooms to keep players roughly six feet apart, disinfect equipment after each game a little more thoroughly than normal, and then have their players wear a mask unless uh, it gets in the way of athletic activities. Uh, we did discuss on yesterday's show and on LandryFootball.com in depth about the possibility of shortening the preseason with two preseason games rather than typical four. Nothing's definite on that. It's a discussion. We went into it um, yesterday in detail, but to recap, why would you want to do that? It is simply weighing whether you want to take um, – two preseason games off and spend more time teaching. And because you're in lieu of, of not having a OTAs in many camps, you may need more teaching time. And so that may be more important than preseason games. Preseason games are really important, more important than people think. They don't count, but they matter. They matter because it's the next step in the phase of the offseason teaching and developing and practicing. But with so much of the offseason being depleted with the teaching and the development, um, preseason is not a good practice environment because you can't script things. You want to work on red zone or situations. Well, you can't do that in a preseason game. Preseason game's a preseason game. You got to go with it, what you you make. You may have – a limited number of plays inside the red zone, not ideal. You got to go with it. You just, you know, that's just the difference. Whereas if you go ahead and, and you use the time for a little bit more practice, you might be able to get more done. That is the yin and yang of discussing and, and w- discussing things and what's going on there. So we'll keep you up to date when there is a definitive word on um, any of those issues. Also, um, Talk a little bit about um, the Raiders have dealt with some injuries. Um, Tyrell Williams, receiver injuries. Tyrell Williams has dealt with injuries with both of his seats last season. He missed time because of it. Um, but he's, they feel he's in pretty good shape. He missed two games with plantar fasciitis in his right foot, but said that his left foot has become a discomfort source after he returned. So the second Raider um, that's dealt with the same pain here, he's – Still averaged over 15.5 yards per catch, but the Raiders drafted two wide outs, and, and of course, they drafted Len Bowden. So we'll see. The Raiders guaranteed Williams $11 million base salary early in the year, but the X Chargers no guaranteed money um, beyond 2020. We told you last week about Henry Ruggs helping a friend move uh, or something of the sorts. 
suffered an injury, expected to be ready for camp in July. Um, so no muscular damage um, and got about six weeks. So uh, no big issues there. Also, uh, word out of the Raiders, uh, their coaches, Nick Kawakowski is a newcomer. He's going to line up and play Mike Backer in their 4-3 scheme. He played on the inside in the Bears' 3-4 front, and Paul Gunter believes he can be the field general that they need. He's excited about him because sense it in his voice. They signed him for three years the, with his $21 million deal. He's going to be uh, joined by fellow free agent addition Corey Littleton. Um, the Rams, um, I've talked a little bit about uh, Daryl Henderson. I did want to mention again the no real update on the ankle injury, uh, and we've talked a little bit about how they plan to use those guys in rotation. And following up with them, they they do um, believe that Henderson can be a real factor in that rotation. But they also like Malcolm Brown. They also believe a lot in Cam Akers. How they manipulate the carries, the snaps there, obviously is going to depend upon the health one and and the the early impact that a guy like Cam Akers can have. Cam is, is, I think, has a chance to be a special back and could help them early. Speaking of backfields in Denver, the backfield there has two primary options, but it is pretty muddled still. Got Philip Lindsay, but you got Melvin Gordon is in line to take Philip Lindsay's starting job, um, despite the back-to-back hundred-yard seasons. Pat Shermer um, pushed for a bell cow running back like Gordon, but um, you know, there Lindsay's an outstanding player. Don't know where the long-term future is with him in terms of costs, but they've got two running backs that they feel can be explosive and make plays. So that's certainly important. And no one has tried to help the young quarterback better than what they've done in Denver. You've got additions at back. You've certainly worked the receiving core, the tight end, tried to fix the got off offensive line for years. They've been very aggressive in doing that. Um, Lindsey shows promise as a pass catcher. Gordon has been more productive in that area. Um, Gordon's um, uh, $8 million uh, AA, uh, Y deal and Lindsey's $750,000 base, you know, is the reason why they're able to, you know, one's getting paid a lot based upon a veteran's contract versus a rookie contract. Staying out west, but in the other the other conference, Pete Carroll says, and again, I'm not questioning the sincerity, but you know, I'm sure he was asked, and you know, I think Pete's pretty sincere when he says this, but he says that he regrets not signing Colin Kaepernick back in 2017. Um, it's the only team to invite Kaepernick for a visit since he became a free agent in 17. Um, he says he regrets not signing him. Said that um, he looked at it as a missed opportunity. Um, in 17, he said he viewed Kaepernick as a starter. Uh, with Russell Wilson in the fold, they, they moved on. And it's unclear what the number conversations were at that point. And with Wilson never missing a start, um, 
they were able to get away with a low-level backup quarterback in 17 and 18. But uh, there's there's no interest in Kaepernick now. Um, they re-signed Geno Smith early in the offseason. I don't think they're thrilled about that as a backup. But, you know, I think they know that it's a precipitous drop from Russell Wilson. Uh, they added Anthony Gordon as an undrafted free agent. So, um so we'll see. Uh, the NFL, we talked about some of the decisions that the NFL's making. By the way, they, and speaking of the whole Kaepernick issue and um, the purpose of his protesting, the NFL on Thursday pledged to commit over $250 million over a 10-year period to help fight systematic racism. This comes after the league launched a program to address police brutality in communities. Um, this pledge came after numerous players began following Kaepernick's lead in, in waging pregame protests against police brutality and systematic racism. And with the nationwide protests continuing since George Floyd's death last month in Minneapolis, several NFL players have become very, very involved. The league has taken notice. Uh, and we know that we're sensing it. I'm sure you do as well, that, that that there is a almost a universal belief that things need to change and we need to look at things a little different. And, and perhaps this movement is long overdue. So um, Kaepernick was at the forefront. We'll see what they do. They have said that they're open to visiting with Kaepernick and having a role, and I've said it on a few platforms that, you know, you want to do something, forget about signing Kaepernick as a player in a just a PR-type move. Get him involved if you really want to make a statement. Get him involved with the league office as some sort of an ambassador. Would Kaepernick even want to do it? I don't know, but that's something that we'll see. Some other news around the league, the Dolphins have agreed to terms with the second of their three third-round picks. Tackle Austin Jackson signed his rookie deal. Uh, some have dragged their feet on rookie agreements, but the Dolphins are bar- barreling ahead. They signed Jackson and Tua and uh, signed Roquan Davis. Um, Jackson is only the third 2021st rounder to sign. Join Tua and uh, Derek Brown from the Panthers. So both Jackson and Tua are um, – or developmental guys that can be eased and worked in. Um, Jackson is a, you know, the Jackson pick came less than a year after the Dolphins traded Laramie Tunsil to Houston. Now Tunsil's a league highest paid tackle by a wide margin. Jackson's $13.6 million slot deal runs through 2023, with the team holding a, an option through 2024. The Dolphins have been active in signing their picks, as we mentioned, and although the third rounder, um, Noah Igabuine remains unsigned. They will only need to, to sign he and second-rounder offensive lineman Robert Hunt, and they will be done. Solid draft, getting it done, getting them ready to go. The Ravens cut Jake Ryan. Didn't they just sign him a couple of months ago? That is correct. They did. Um, they um, cut him with a non-football injury designation. Um, shortly after signing Ryan, if you remember, they – devoted significant draft resources to bolstering their linebacker position. It's one of the things you got to always remember when we talk about free agency before the draft. Sometimes at the right price, you may get a guy done 
so that you don't have to force a pick. And what are the Ravens known best for in their scouting department is getting the best player on the board. Well, one way you can do that is to secure a spot somehow, some way through free agency prior to the draft so that you don't have to force feed a pick come draft time. As it turned out, they were able to get um, Patrick Queen, really got off the ball linebacker, and Malik Harrison in round three, thus filling some needs. Now, prior to the draft, they'd seen Patrick Onawasir uh, and Josh Bynes defect in free agency to the Jets and the Bengals. So it comes a year after C.J. Mosley's negotiations broke down and the Jets came in with a big offer. So um, it, it's it's a move that they took care of uh, in the draft, and so they reversed the move. So it's a setback for Ryan. He's a former Packers starter. Uh, he was on his way to a nice payday in 19, but he had the ACL tear. It just is an example from a player's standpoint of the precarious nature in this league. Um, in Pittsburgh, the Steelers signed cornerback Mike Hilton, signed his restricted free agent tender to be more specific. Uh, the key deadline looms for restricted free agents. One of the key members of this um, secondary comes back in full for him. It's a second-round tender. Uh, he'd like to preferences to sign a long-term deal to stay in Pittsburgh. Uh, this deal uh, ties him $3.26 million payment this year. So, you know, restricted free agents have until June 15th, that's Monday, to sign their tenders. Otherwise, teams can withdraw them and pay players 120% of their respective 2019 salary. So he is, I think, a key player, key good young player in the secondary for the Steelers. Um Graded out pretty well. Of course, they added Minka Fitzpatrick and Stephen Nelson. So uh, Hilton and Joe Hayden are really key figures there. They've improved that secondary, a secondary that's been needing an upgrade for some time has suddenly got there. Steelers, if Big Ben can stay healthy, I still say, is a team that people tend to forget about that shouldn't. going to be really good. The Titans have more than a month to reach an extension agreement with Derrick Henry, but they're not putting off talks. They are engaging in talks. Nothing earth-shattering in terms of progress, but they'd like to proceed and see if they could get something done. They put the tag on him in March. Uh, Resigning the Russian champion um, uh, is a a priority, but they'd like to get it done uh, by July 15th. Uh, He's locked into that salary this year. They did draft Darrington Evans in the third round, so it gives them somebody that they can feel that they can rotate them. We've talked about that in the past, and Henry's coming off one of his better contract years in recent memories. Two dominant playoff performances behind a really good season. He's um, uh, an interesting, you know, negotiation because you don't see big numbers for backs uh, or you don't see a lot of big numbers for backs. You see some big numbers, but not a lot of them. But where they are most most valuable, it's a real dilemma because getting them is so important. Um, but yet, you worry a little bit about putting a lot of money in a running back down the road because of the volatility of that position. Um in Denver, Bryce Callahan's back on track, tentatively, to return to action. Um, it's working full speed, coming off the injury. Um, 
This would be big for the Bengals. They've moved on. Their secondaries moved on. Chris Harris walked in free agency, and they need Callahan and, and uh, A.J. Boyd to lead the way in their new position. Uh, Callahan was signed a three-year, $21 million deal in March of 19. Uh, he aggregated the foot, broke um, uh, he broke in the final days with the Bears multiple um, injuries last year. The, the Broncos placed him on IR shortly after. Um, you know, the guy can be a really good slot corner, and I think if he's healthy, he'll do that for Vic and Ed Donatel on that defense. Um, certainly did a good job in Chicago. So we'll see how that will play out. Um, you know, we'll see. They, you know, so Michael Ojemuda – and Brendan Langley, Isaac Gilcom have all been, you know, added. So we'll see how this secondary begins to reshape. Um, Elijah Holder is ready to step into whatever role he's um, he's set to to um, to play. So we'll see. Um, uh, also, what I mentioned too, and was talking about the Steelers' offensive tackle Matt Feeler has signed his one-year free agent tender as well. Twenty-eight years old. Um, sp- spend much, mostly of his entire career in Pittsburgh. Cracked the starting lineup in 18, and last year he was the first string for all 16 games. Uh, he could be a line for a big pay bump in 2021. Matt Feeler of the Steelers plays really well. Speaking of the season, speaking of pay bumps, speaking of keeping jobs, a question here that's really interesting. What coaches earn the hottest of seats? Interesting. I mean, you can throw a lot of names out there, a lot of possibilities. Dan Quinn, disastrous one and seven start last year, really turned it around after the bye week. Went six and two following the bye. And it wasn't a fluke. They really did a good job. They played well. They played hard. They responded to their coach. And I give a lot of credit. Most people, or I don't know, a lot of people criticize. Arthur Blank for sticking with him. I thought that's what you should do. Reward the team for responding. Reward the coach for getting it turned around and getting it fixed. You know, there's no question that the underlying message is better not have that type of start again next year. But, you know, they were one of the better teams in the league in the last part of the year. I mean, it's not go overboard. One and seven just killed their season. They could have – that's a perfect recipe for just picking up, tucking tail, and going home. They didn't do – they did nothing of the sort. Very, very impressive. So, um, I think this is a pivotal season, I think, for Dan. may even be for Tommy Dimitrov. It's – it's not a team that it's not without holes. They do, but still think they're a pretty good team. Got added a weapon, a tight end for Matt Ryan. Obviously, got good receivers. Can we get the running game going? That's certainly going to be pivotal. It's going to help the defense. Going to help the offense out a lot. I, I would. I don't know if that's the number one hot seat, but he's certainly a hot seat in Jacksonville. Certainly. A lot of changes. They decided to keep Dave Caldwell and Doug Marone and axe Tom Coughlin. Okay. 
it's kind of a rebuild, kind of a teardown, kind of a we need to get things fixed. Let's see what Doug can do. Let's see what Doug can do. How well will this team play? How well will they fight? Um, he's been there a while, but yet it's some ways like a fresh start for Doug and Caldwell. I do believe if they play hard, they play well. Even if the win-loss total is not optimal, I think they can build on something. If the team seems directionless, disorganized, then you got a problem. You know, you've had some players that have come and gone that were good, and you've had some busts in the draft. Again, Tom Coughlin paid the price for that. H- having less of that is going to be the key to Dave Caldwell keeping his job. I really don't think the Lions need to be changing coaches again. They seemingly do this pretty frequently. And here's the thing. With Jim Caldwell getting the axe probably too quick, another disappointing season in Detroit is going to put a lot of pressure on the Ford family in that city to make another change. Well, the reason why the Lions, I mean, this is no secret, the reason why the Lions and other organizations like them, that it struggle, the reason why they struggle is they don't hire well, and then they don't have any patience. And it's, look, it's a catch-22. And, and being in a lot of these coaching evaluation and coaching searches, look, what must be done eventually must be done immediately. If you've got the wrong guy, if you see things are not being done correctly, then not making a move is futile. It is like going into your refrigerator, seeing a spoiled carton of milk, putting it back and thinking it's going to taste better tomorrow. It doesn't happen. you got to make the move. But if you see some things that really are good foundational pieces and you're building it, it really is better to stay the course because you can build something. One thing will never work. The constant changes never work. Probably should have stuck with Jim Caldwell longer and make changes around what he was doing. They, they didn't do it. And so now it's, well, you, you better hold Matt Patricia to the same standard. You know, I think there's some things talent-wise that are working. I don't know that if I were them, I'd make a move yet, but I'd want to see how this team plays this year. He's two years into his tenure. Okay, at some point you got to stop this revolving door. But as I said, you've got to make the right hires to prevent that from happening. What What else? Who else is – look, I mean, you can go down the league. <clears throat> People will say Adam Gase – Maybe she'd be on the list. Maybe. A collapse in New York certainly would put him in the mix. Buffalo solid, New England solid. Um, Miami, Brian Flores, I think, you know, certainly solid, only going to get better, and certainly no no risk of him losing his job there. 
In the north, we know Tomlin's solid. Um, very young tenures in Cincinnati and Cleveland, Baltimore. There is – Don Harbaugh is very solid. Now, we know that he was under a bit of a hot seat a couple of years ago. I don't think there's anything there. A disastrous season. Um, look, I think this year a lot of people it, people are going to get a pass due to the COVID-19 and the effects of it. But I, I don't see anything – Anything there. So I wouldn't put anybody on the list from that. How about the South? Well, Bill O'Brien, certainly, if things continue to go bad and bad, he's the GM and the head coach. I don't think they pulled the trigger after one year of putting the GM title on him. But I wouldn't advise a bad season followed up by another subpar season there. Indianapolis, Frank Wright is solid. We just talked about Jacksonville. Tennessee's really solid with, with very – doing a really good job last year. The West, of course, Andy Reid, solid. Anthony Lynn, uh, I believe, can be really effective, but that's one to watch. That's one that if things don't go so well, we'll need to watch. Denver, the coach is always in danger because John Elway will never take responsibility for anything. So that's always in play. Um, And the Raiders, John Gruden is – you know, as safe as any. Um, in the NFC, Dallas's new coach, Washington's a new coach, Philly solid. The Giants not going to do anything. It's a new coach there as well. In Chicago, uh, certainly Matt Nagy would see would be warm and would be potentially an issue. Zim is fine in Minnesota. Green Bay, they're making the move with LaFleur and going in that direction. We just talked about Matt and Detroit. How about the South? Because Sean Payton is solid as ever. We just talked about Dan Quinn, new staff in Carolina. Uh, Bruce Arians is not in danger, but I, I don't know how many more years. Bruce Arians is a year-to-year coach. I mean, you know, with Tom Brady, this might – provided he's healthy, probably make it really strong that he comes back another year, comes back for 2021. But it's a year-to-year situation with Bruce. And then in the West, Pete's solid. Um, Obviously, Shanny's very solid in San Francisco. Arizona, they're going to be patient, certainly after going one and done with um, Wilkes. But Kingsbury certainly has to make progress. I tell you who's going to start to get a little bit of heat and not get fired this year, but Sean McVay has to show that, you know, things are – because right now the Niners and the Seahawks look to be ahead of them. So, uh, but I still think they're solid. So, uh, though there's some a few hot seats in addition to the hottest of the seats. So that's my best guess there. Hey, we appreciate you joining us. Wish you all a great week and be safe, be healthy. Uh, we're excited about – listen, we are – Check us out at the website. A lot of the college football previews, but doing, working on NFL stuff as well. So keep it at, uh, we'll be coming through with breakdowns and roster breakdowns of all the NFL teams. So you want to be there for that and keep up with that at LandryFootball.com. That's why you want to take advantage of the scouting season offer. Our notebooks every day are a must. And certainly for those of you that like college football, all the college breakdowns and the roster analysis there. Early draft board, free agent boards, um, updates, recruiting boards, we got it all for you. So check it out at 
LandryFootball.com. Check out our great friends at 401k Generation, the experts in financial planning. 1-866-998-5879. 1-866-998-5879. The number to call. License in all 50 states. Um, we're excited about some new things we got coming on board. We'll keep you up to date on that as well. Have a great weekend, everybody, and talk to you over on the college side. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.